welcome to this special episode of Material Podcast, a show all about the Google and Android universe hosted on the Relay FM network. This is going to be a special episode because we're going to be talking about Google I.O. As you know, that Russell and I went to Google I.O. And while we were at I.O., we got some audio clips and interviews from people from Google and just people around um, walking around Shoreline Amphitheater. So we wanted to kind of give a short uh you know, episodes showing like some of our fun stories from IO and also so you can hear those awesome clips. So it's me, Yasmin Evian, UX designer and Mr. Russell Ivanovich. I don't know why I keep on calling you Mr. Well, I could be Mrs. I guess you, you just don't could know. It's, it's an audio episode, but I, I'd really like to give our listeners like an idea of what it was like to, to be there. I mean, just yeah. imagine you could feel like you were at Google IO uh, without coming back, you know, with the, the dreaded cold that like we both come back with, like. Yeah, this is this is we do this for you, the listener. I'm uh, actually really surprised that I didn't get sick. That was, <laughs> I was really worried about that. I was like, oh gosh, please don't get sick. Please don't get sick. It, my husband came and visited me like the weekend after I owned. I was like, oh man, if I'm sick, I'm like never gonna live this down. And I didn't get sick, but I did step and poop. That's another story for another day. <laughs> yes. Not at IO. Not at IO. Don't worry about it, everyone. <laughs> So yeah, we uh, so IO. So when we recorded last um, at IO, we were actually at the Googleplex on Wednesday, and this was like right after the keynote, and it was actually before any of the sessions. So I think our spirits were pretty high because it was right after the keynote, first day of the conference. Um, but what we didn't experience was the sessions, and it, it, like we can't ignore this because. Um, when a lot of the articles that were coming out of Google I.O. were like, Google I.O., how not to have a conference. <laughs> because what, what was happening was there was just not enough room in the tents. So uh, in the past years, it's been at Moscone um, West. So it's been at in, in San Francisco and it's been in an enclosed area. So like there's air conditioning and all this stuff. And there's usually a lot more room or, or places to hang out. Well, they did it at Shoreline Amphitheater, which is a much bigger place, but they actually increase their uh, was it like I think over 2,000 more people were actually invited to Google I.O. So it, it was a bigger place, but they added like 2,000 more people to it. What they didn't plan for was the sessions. They didn't plan for it because they had the sessions like inside tents out in the parking lot of Shoreline Amphitheater. Um, so that means that there was just not enough room for people. But the, And it wasn't even so much that there wasn't enough room like that was bad like just the fact that you couldn't get into a session but the worst part was that you would be standing an hour I stood in like an hour and a half in the hot sun and then they told me you can't come inside the session you missed it and I was like are you kidding me oh my gosh so it was it was pretty bad it was like first day was terrible yeah I have to say overall like I, I really like the change of venue I've been to Moscone West maybe like one too many times but I, I like the fact that it was outdoors I like the fact that they had the keynote some of the sessions in the amphitheater but yeah, the one of the big takeaways was obviously they need to to make the the session rooms bigger, and I believe I believe it's going to be there again next year. That's that's all the kind of rumors I'm hearing and all the various you know chit chat. And I think I think that Google are aware of this at least. So when it is there next year, you know they'll make it they'll make it bigger and it'll be it'll be ten times more awesome. So you never know could could be a much better much better experience there next year but i have to say being a seasoned veteran of io going to a whole three of them yeah that, that's that's a lot of ios um <laughs> i didn't even bother going to any sessions on the first days i was just pinging people on twitter i'm like where are you like let's catch up and meeting like with people from google and all sorts of interesting people met, met some amazing developers from from all over the world was that a humble brag russell 
Yeah. And meeting all well, these people from Google, you know, no, <laughs> no, it, it really, I think it was, it was just a surprise to me because, uh, before at Moscone, it's like, if you didn't get into the session, you could kind of stand outside and kind of listen in or, or, you know, there's usually enough room. Like I remember, I think running into the material design awards, which you were a part of, uh, last year and being able to like quickly, like five, like a few minutes before the session, just like jump in and find a seat. So yeah, so it was a little bit different. Like, <laughs> so actually the last day of the session, I ran into a tent thinking, it was the ATAP session. I accidentally walked into the Project Tango session. <laughs> I was, I was, uh, I was like a few minutes before the session started, and I was like, "Oh man, if I leave here and then ATAP is full, I won't be able to have any sessions." So I just stayed inside. So uh, it was just kind of this like, "Oh no, what do I do? I, I guess I have to stay here because I finally have a seat." Um, but I, you know, I did like the the atmosphere of the venue, like being outside. It, it really did feel like a a place to kind of hang out, and there was a lot more open spaces. I just think the heat on Monday and Tuesday was just pretty hot and muggy. That just did not add to the fun. And I think, um, you know, when you think about it, because I'm thinking like through this, and I'm like, everyone was really upset, and I'm going, okay. Um, I, one of the reasons why I go to IO is because, well, first I am like an Android, like just fan and nerd. So of course I just want to be a part of the keynote and the stuff they're announcing, but I'm thinking about like, you're spending, you know, the tickets go for like $900. You're spending $900. That doesn't include your airfare and trial and, um, and, uh, like where your hotel or wherever you're staying. And then if you can't get into a session, like that's just like a real bummer, especially if you're taking time off work and all this stuff. So I definitely understand where the frustration was coming from. One of the things that um, I, I kind of understood, but then I got tired of hearing was like, Hey, where's the swag? Where's the swag? This is uh, one of the first years we didn't get the swag. And uh, of course, like, you know, Russell and I, I think we joked about it uh, before we went to IO. We're like, oh, we can't get wait to get our like VR headsets. You know, sorry, Andy, but um, it just it didn't happen. And yeah, of course, you were like, oh, I just want to play with new tech. But I kept on hearing that a lot. Yeah, I was kind of happy they didn't give out swag this year because I feel like some years I've met people at Google who've literally just turned up for the swag because it used to be the case that the kind of things you'd get would actually be worth more than your $900 ticket. And sometimes there'd be things that, you know, hadn't even been released yet. So I think one year there was like they gave out the Chromebook Pixel. Uh, another year I think it was two smartwatches and, and something else that we got. There's a, there's a lot of cool stuff, and I do wonder if that encouraged, you know, sort of non-developers to, to turn up and be like, give me the swag. So I like it. I don't know if it's intentional. Like maybe they just didn't finish the product sometime. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> but I do like that there, there wasn't any swag. I will, I will say about the heat as well. I was laughing at a lot of people from San Francisco. They're like, it's 80 degrees Fahrenheit, like 27 degrees Celsius. I'm like, that's not hot, kids. Come to Adelaide where it's like, uh, let me do the conversion for you here live, Yasmin. During summer here, it was 45, which is 113 degrees Fahrenheit. That, that's hot. <laughs> look, look, look. I come from Arizona and it gets pretty freaking hot too. I think we have like the same weather, Russell. But one thing that I was complaining about, it was humid and I couldn't deal with that. It was like, it was humid and muggy and I was just like, uh, get me out of here. Uh, but yeah, but but then again, in Arizona, I don't stand out in the sun for like an hour and a half, so <laughs> it's a whole different ball game. But we did have some super awesome fun stories. Like all of that aside, I think uh, the best part about going to Google I/O is the Android community and the people you meet. Um, the Android community has just been one of those communities that I've really felt um, that are really welcoming and just like open arms into into embracing you as just the you know the, loving you for your nerdiness. I guess but everyone's really friendly. Uh, 
And I think one of the reasons why this is, I feel this way was because of women tech makers. As, as I mentioned before, last year, I got to go to Google I.O. via women tech makers. Um, and this year, it was, uh, I think they they had 23% uh, of the participants at Google I.O. were women. So they, and they, that includes more women because they increased their um how many people that were at the conference. So it was like one of their biggest reaches, uh, or sorry, it was one of their biggest numbers of women to come to IO. So it was like a really great event. Um, on Tuesday night before Google IO, they had the women tech makers dinner and it was probably one of the most organized events out of the whole thing. Um, they, they have this like wonderful meal and you're just surrounded by all these women around you that are in technology. And I was, you know, sitting next to someone from Tel Aviv and then I was sitting in front of me were some women from from Mexico and um on the left of me was like someone else from California but what what was amazing about that was there are women from all over the world that I am getting to talk to who are, love technology as much as I do and as I was sitting next to the woman from Tel Aviv she was telling me like I don't I don't get to experience this at all like where she was from she doesn't really have a lot of uh, women who are into technology and what that experience was for her. Like we were sitting at the edge of the, of like the, there was like this giant field with like all these tables. It looked like a wedding, like a huge like wedding. <laughs> and you're looking out and you're like, these are all women who are, you know, like super awesome, intelligent and all that fun stuff. So uh, it's just a really cool moment. And that's always been something that I really enjoy out of all the events. But one of the really, really cool stories was, um, Russell, when you and I were walking uh, around Shoreline, you know, we had a lot of people stop us like, hey, are you are you Yasmin and Russell for Material Podcasts and all that fun stuff? But one of the one, one of the ones that really stuck out to me is um, you and I were walking, I don't even remember where we were walking, and this woman stops us and goes, wait, are you Yasmin? And I was just like... Yes, 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 I am that Yasmin. I know pretty not as close to a Parno, but a, yes, I am that Yasmin. No. And she goes, my husband's going to be so pissed. And I was like, oh, <laughs> like I was like, why is her husband going to be pissed? And he goes, you know, my husband's a huge fan of the show. And he um, actually was one of the ones that listened to the show. And his wife listened along because she was into tech too. And she actually heard me share about women tech makers and, and how I went to Google IO last year via women tech makers. And so she actually joined women tech makers like they have this like membership now it's free it's, it's you don't have to pay for anything but it's just a way for you to connect with other women and she goes and I got invited via women tech makers to go so I am literally here at Google IO because I heard you on the podcast talking about women tech makers and I joined and like for me that was probably one of the most um, amazing moments because so much of like when you do the podcast, it's just fun and you're talking about nerd stuff. But like now I'm just like by, by just even speaking about it, someone had the opportunity to go to Google I.O. and be surrounded by all this woman and be encouraged. So that was a really cool moment for me. Yeah, that, that was awesome. I mean, I enjoyed it as well. It's nice to think that, you know, something you had you said had a direct influence on someone. They they took some action, and next thing you know, like there there they were, like enjoying enjoying Google Eye. And we we gave her some stickers, so hopefully one made it back yes. to her husband as well. <laughs> ha ha! If yeah, you're yeah, exactly. Uh, her, her husband's gonna be like, wait a minute, you didn't you didn't get me a sticker. So hey, if you're listening and your wife went to Google I.O., she has a sticker. We're like, hey, we got you covered. Don't worry, here's a sticker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some of the awesome stuff I enjoyed as well. The the first session I actually tried to get into was um, it was by Nick Butcher, who's a designer and developer advocate at Google. And it's funny, I think we we definitely lined up for that session too late. We were probably about 150 people. <laughs> 
uh, deep and we weren't going to make it in. So much so that Phil just sat on the grass and ate lunch. He's like, forget it, guys. We're, we're not getting into this thing. And then all these people in Google started um, clearing their line. They, look, they said, look, well, you're so, we're so sorry. Like, you're so far back. There's, there's no chance you're getting into this. And then the line just started clearing out. Like, all these people wandered off to other sessions. And we just sort of slowly snaked our way to the front. We thought, we might as well stay. Like, what's maybe we can, like, you know, get in somehow. We got all the way to the front and there's maybe, like, 10 people in front of us. And they're like, oh, only 10 more people, only 10 more people. And they let these people in and then they close the doors and we're like, oh, no, like the first ever session I've tried to go to and it's, I'm not going to be able to get in. And then I think they did a head count maybe. They they found like some empty seats and they're like, 10 more. And we're like, woohoo. And so we got to, uh, yeah, to see that session. That was cool. And yeah, Nick had a, it was a session on like uh, material motion. And so it was, I was really excited to watch it, but like, Nick is one of the most talented presenters because I went to some sessions where I was like, I just waited an hour and a half in the heat for this. Oh my gosh, this was terrible. No offense to some of you at Google. I'm sure you're trying. Okay. But, um, (laughs) (laughs) oh, hey, we won't go into details. I'm not naming any names. Okay. No, but Nick Butcher, like I, he really knocked it out of the part. Um, I just loved his delivery style and he was just such a, like a charismatic and kind guy. So Nick, we want to give you a shout out because he actually listens to the show. So he actually got a packet of nutties. We gave yeah. him one of the packet we, of nutties. We gave the first packet of nutties to Nick and he looked pretty excited, I have to say, to get them. And <laughs> so much so that while he was busy sort of like munching down on nutties, we have an interview uh, with him that we're going to put later in the show, which is which is pretty exciting just to be able to, Yasmin brought her portable um, koala recorder, as we called it, like a little recorder and a stick. Look very professional, by the way, with a little, I don't know, fuzzy koala thing on the end. And we were just walking around sort of pointing that in, in people's faces. <laughs> yeah, I think people got a little bit intimidated because <laughs> I don't know if this is going to make it to the audio cut. But um, actually, surprisingly, getting interviews from people is uh, surprisingly hard because one of the things we ran into is I guess I do have this recorder and it is a little bit intimidating if it's being shoved in your face. But, you know, we were going to just a lot of the, the what do they call them, just uh, not sessions. What were they? Boots. Uh, I don't boots. Know. Yeah, kind of so boots. So the, the way it was laid out is you walked into the amphitheater and a huge sort of section of it was just tents, I guess. And some tents, there was a, basically a tent for every single bit of, you know, Google tech and other tech as well. There was like, you know, there was the the Google Play team here. There was the Google Cast team here. There was like a an office hours things where you could go in and ask, you know, various developers. There's all these different things kind of littered around the ground. And then there was some third-party stuff as well. Like one of the cool things which you'll hear later is there was just a robot. Uh, this this fancy robot that danced to music and was painting like a rotating cube. I'm like that. Is, that is cool. Yeah, that was uh, a lot of fun. But um, yeah, there was things where we like literally just went up to the booth and like, hey, we really just want to hear about the robot, or we really just want to hear about Google Cast or blah blah blah. And like, we got so much. Uh, let me get you someone that that knows better about this. And we're like, oh, okay, you know, like all right. Yeah, whatever. no one wanted to and talk. Then, did they? They're no like, one wanted uh... to talk to us. <laughs> And so it was, uh, so getting these interviews, listeners, we endured and we did it just for you. But uh, surprisingly, it was kind of, it wasn't as easy as we thought it was going to be. But uh, Nick, Nick was all on board with like talking to us and he shared about, um, what was it, uh, the apps? What, what do they call them? Um, instant app, sorry. He's going to share a little bit about that. So I think it's a pretty fun thing because I asked him some questions about design and, and how do you think through your app when you're doing the instant apps. And the instant apps are those apps that you don't actually have to download and install on your phone. They're the ones that, hey, you go to the you go into the parking meter and the parking meter has its own app, but all you have to do is pay. You actually don't want that app installed on your phone. You could tap and pay and it could you know load the app, that section, that module in the app. You pay and boom, you're done without having to install it. So really, really fun stuff. Um, 
Um, and, I, and I'm really excited for you guys to listen to those interviews because I, I think they're going to be pretty fun. Uh, some other fun things is we did have a listener come up to us with this 360 uh, video camera. I don't, was the I don't know if it was the HTC. I can't no, remember which a, one I looked it, it up. It's a Ricoh the, Theta S. Oh, I think it is. Yeah. Okay. If, I may have actually bought one. <laughs> you did? It was yes. awesome. Yeah, it looked pretty awesome. So he, he just walked up. He had a, I can't remember whether he had a stick for it or not, but he's like, do you mind no, if I take a, that in his hand, yeah. a 360 photo? I'm like, uh, yes. And it's really hard to, because when someone's normally taking a photo, you frame it, you stand, you smile. In a 360 degree photo, the, the weird part is like, no matter where you're standing, you're going to be in the photo. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's a weird experience. <laughs> It was really cool because he took a he took a photo, but then he also took the video and he uploaded that on YouTube, and so um, you can actually see all around you. Because I I thought he was he was just recording us, and, and he's like I was like what should we say? And I was just like welcome to material, and so you have me hearing that inside of Shoreline. So we're gonna post a video to that because that was like that was super fun. And then he had to like run out because he's like I'm in line for a session. I just wanted to say <laughs> hi and take this 360 video. So yeah, that was actually pretty cool. I was like oh I kind of want one of those cameras. So. You have to let me know, Russell, what you what you think. Um, yeah, when it, when it arrives. I saw a lot of them at the Google Eye, and after about the fifth one, I just stopped someone. I'm like, you have to tell me what this camera is. Like, <laughs> I need it. I, I, I did also think it's cool. Like, we met up with a lot of different listeners. Like, a lot of people stopped us, you know, in various lines and, and things like that. And it's funny, like, how polite a lot of them were. They're like, oh, I'm so sorry to, like, interrupt. I'm like, you're not interrupting. It's fine. I'm like, and then, please, come on. We want our heads <laughs> to get bigger. Please say hi to us. <laughs> and then they're going to be in a hurry to leave. They're like, oh, I'm so sorry to have bothered you. I, I, I have to leave. I'm like, oh. All right. It was it was fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fun. I was like, you don't have to leave. It's okay. <laughs> I was like, we're just <laughs> we're just like you. No, but it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of people from Arizona, which was surprising. So hi to all the Arizona people, Australia. Uh, it was actually pretty fun because I was walking around with you and Phil. And of course, you know, people recognize this from material, but you and Phil are, are like rock stars with Pocket Cast. And it was like, the Pocket Cast guys. And they were kind of going up and giving you bug reports. So <laughs> lots of fun for you, I'm sure. Yeah, Phil came so, back with a big list. That's cool. <laughs> So it's, it's pretty fun. Uh, one one thing that was pretty cool about IO or IO is that you are at, since it was at Mountain View, you got to see some of the Google people. Um, so for instance, we I think it was our fourth episode. We had the nearby team when like their technology was just announced, and I actually ran into Andrew Booner from the nearby team, and he was actually presenting one of the sessions. And I was sitting down, and I look up, and I was like, Andrew, that's totally Andrew. So I'm like, Andrew, and he's like, Oh, Yasmin from Material, you know, we and like so that was actually the first time that we were meeting in person even though we had talked on the podcast and he was just like hey you know what uh going on material was probably the highlight of my of like his quarter he's like and I was like oh come on you're just saying that just be nice he goes no I, honestly like when I was uh, I guess they have like reviews that they have to give a recorder or something and he said and I think one of the things was like the highlight or what thing were you most proud of and he said being on material podcast and I was like that is so cool so <laughs> people from Google if you're listening you can talk to Andrew. He's going to tell you how awesome being on Material Podcast is. And, you know, maybe you want to join us. Reach out to us on relay.fm forward slash material or materialpodcast at gmail.com because we want to want to have you on here. We want to have more people from Google um, talking about what they do there and the products that they're working on. So please reach out to us because we'd yeah. love to have you. Yeah, I definitely heard from Andrew and a few others that have been on our podcast that it, it's funny being on a podcast like this, which is, you know, we don't have a ginormous podcast. We're not CNN or anything like that. But it, it's cool to know that just being on here, like even raise their profile inside the company. You know, they're saying that, oh. you know, they have this team, like it's, it's easy for their team to get noticed, you know, if they have a bit of press. So yeah, if you're inside Google, and you're on a small team and you're starting something new, you, you know where to find us. Wow. <laughs> I have to tell you my best story of Google okay. I, Yasmin. And it had nothing to do 
uh, with the event itself. So for the for the majority of the time, I was wearing like a you know material shirt or a pocket cast shirt, and people would just spot that a mile away. They're like pocket cast material, and it was it was fun because you know you come to Australia and obviously no one who knows who I am, and I'm really comfortable in that. And I found by the last day, I'm just like, oh, I just wish like no one would recognize me. I finally got to the airport. I'm like, yes, like I'm I'm free of being recognized. <laughs> and then Phil and I are sitting in the Air New Zealand lounge. And we met yet another listener and he, he's like, are you Russell? I'm like, yeah. And we sort of had a chat for a while and I'm like, phew, like the last listener, you know, he, he was nice and whatever. And so we, we walked on and then I'm, I'm passing through, I think you guys call it the TSA, like security, I'm getting body scanned or whatever. And these two little squares come up on my shoulder and the woman at security is like, I'm going to have to get you to wait here. So like that guy's going to have to pat you down. I'm like, ah, oh, I'm about to get like the American experience. Like this is, <laughs> this is going to be fun. The guy turns around, he recognizes me. I kid you not. And then he's like, oh, you know, don't worry about it, sir. Just, just go ahead. I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I can't believe you've recognized my TSA. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but I, I didn't get I the pat know. down. So I'm happy. That's that's pretty amazing. I don't, I don't, I don't think I've ever been recognized like outside of an Android, uh, you know, environment. So that's pretty awesome. <laughs> TSA, TSA. You can always count on TSA. To yeah. So I don't know. He didn't say whether he, he was into pocket cast or material, but may, maybe he listens maybe. to this podcast. Maybe material. So hey there, a guy who was going to pat me down and didn't. I really appreciate oh, maybe, that he didn't. Maybe he should sure admit that he completely patted you down and made sure you. Oh, were we safe shouldn't. Yes. No, no. I got the full TSA security pat down. It but was then he recognized legit. you and he said, yeah. "Hey, I still got to pat you down. <laughs> we don't do that here." <laughs> that, that it was pretty fun. Um, so yes, listeners, we want to thank you for coming up and saying hi to us. Um, it really did mean a lot to us to to find other people like, "Hey, wow, people actually do listen to the show and they're real people." Um, so it was really fun getting to know you. So thank you. Uh, yeah, any other, if we go to any other events, please come up and say hi to us. We'd love to meet listeners. So it was a lot of fun. Um, is there anything else, Russell, that you like really stood out from the conference that you'd like to share before we, we get to the interview bits? No, I think just my overall takeaway is that apart from the sessions being small, like I really enjoyed the new venue and I hope next year they do like, you know, even greater things there again. I, I really liked it. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely was a nice to be outdoors when it finally cooled down. But um, yeah, just just make those sessions. I here here's what I would do. All right, Google, because I know you're wondering what would <laughs> Yasmin do to make this get a pen out, write it down. You know, listen to it on Pocket Cast. You can hit back ten seconds. Okay, so here is what I would do. Uh, yes, obviously make the tents bigger so you want to add more space, but actually add more shade like during the where the lines are, and maybe have that kind of be a little bit more of like a like an overflow room because there wasn't any overflow rooms. So the, the, a lot of the events were live streamed. So if they were already live streamed, like just put the camera, like put a TV with the live stream on an overflow room so that if you are standing in line for an hour and you're not able to get in, you're at least able to see it. Or even if you're standing in line for the next session, because for a lot of things you had to stand in line for like over an hour for the next upcoming session is that you would at least be able to um, see the stream while you're waiting for it. Because what do you do? You know, you can't do anything over there. So I think adding that it would be, would be really good um, and get some more shaded areas. And I, and I think you'll be, it'll be fun. I am, I'm excited for, you know, the improvements. It was the first year at Shoreline. So I want to give them a break. Um, and I just want to see the cool things that they do. 
the one neat thing that was really cool about it being at Shoreline was that everyone got a seat to see the keynote before yeah, you can't see the keynote. You like, you have to, what is it? Your badge pickup. And depending on when you pick up your badge, you're able to see the keynote or you have to go into an overflow room, which has the video feed. So everyone got to see it. Um, so it was a lot of fun. And the outdoor venues, it feels kind of like a less of a conference and more of like, I don't know, uh, what do they call it? Devchella. That was the name that was going around, like a Coachella. What? So Devchella, it's a, it's a concert. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's All like the a cool rock kids concert. are doing it. It's like a rock concert, you know. All the cool kids are doing it, Russell. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't know about it. I got to say the <laughs> – um, yeah, the After Hours concert was good too as well, just yeah. being in an actual amphitheater. Made the world of difference because normally it's at um, – I'm going to try and pronounce this, Herba Buena Gardens. And it's it's so spread out that, it, yeah, you basically you can't really hear who's, like, playing on one end and it's very crowded and there's just people everywhere. This this was a much different atmosphere. Like, I enjoyed it. But we we pr- probably should get to these clips, Yasmin. We, we have recorded some interviews. We've got, like we said, with Nick. We've got some other things. You know, stay tuned. You'll hear them. And before we go, we really just want to give a special shout-out and a special thank you to Kashek from Fragmented Podcast because Russell and I and Phil were staying in San Francisco, and as you know, the the venue was in Mountain View, so it was like an hour and a half drive. Well, when Kashek, we met him at one of the parties, and he was like, what are you guys doing? And then we're like, oh, you know, we have to hit a Caltrain back to San Francisco. And he's like, hey, I, I'm staying there. I'm leaving there. Would you like a ride? And he actually drove us to all the morning sessions and back. So uh, that was just that just kind of goes to show like just how awesome the Android community is because it's just like I've never met Kashuk before. I know that you have uh, Russell just from like online presence, but just the fact that he was so willing to like, oh, like, hey, let me let me drive you around. So go listen to the podcast. If you are into Android development, you're really going to go like uh, like that podcast. And uh, overall, he's just an amazing person. So thank you so much. And everyone that we met, if we didn't mention you by name, we just want to say thank you. You guys were awesome. All right. Until next time, stay material. Stay for the interviews first. Okay. All right. So we are with Nick Butcher, who is? Hi there. I'm a uh, Android design and developer advocate at Google. And we just saw your, it was uh, Material Improvements. Is that the name of the title? It was uh, one of my favorite talks and sessions that I was able to get into. It was pretty hard <laughs> to get into, um, but it was uh, pretty great. So. Yeah, I heard they they heard who you were and they just like like moved you up to the front of the queue. Is that right? Like teacher CEO. Yeah, yeah, this way, ma'am. This way. Yeah. Everyone, watch out! Watch out! Watch out! Watch out! What, uh, Russell's with her. Yeah, Russell's with her. So. That's pretty much how it was. So what 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 have you thought about IO so far? What do you think of the keynote? Uh, I've really enjoyed it. Like, uh, I'm really excited, uh, particularly about instant apps. I think that's got like you know, huge potential to change the game. Like, a lot of people are struggling with discovery and getting people like over that hump of like, installing your app. So, I'm, I'm pretty excited to see how that um, changes the game there. So, I'm curious because you come from like a design and development background. Uh-huh. So, how do we create the instant app so you're breaking out into modules, but also create a cohesive experience? Uh, within like the whole app like what's because uh, yes. for me like I'm thinking through that and I'm like I love that because I'm all for modular design because uh-huh. I think it's going to be better but it's like how do you make sure it doesn't like it all fits uh, that's a great question that I've not got a great answer for <laughs> 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 I, I think the modular design like you can still create like you know think of it as one cohesive app the modules just help you to slice and dice it such that um, you know you want users to install it real quickly you don't want there to be a big like delay because that completely breaks the experience uh, so I still think you should think of your app as one thing um, that you know is cohesively designed and has beautiful animations and stuff like that it's just you might have to work a little bit harder to make sure you're putting things in the right modules together so that you can you know navigate nicely with Android and what do you think is going to be one of the like new design improvements that uh, people should be focusing on? Um, I 
for a long time been really keen on responsive design, adaptive design. I think the multi-window stuff uh, really underlines how important that is. Um, so especially like on a smaller device where you might be trying to use two apps at the same time, you know, there are going to be some pretty small windows. So making sure your app kind of like responds to how much space is available and like maybe reorders things or shows like a smaller version of something is going to be super key. So, um, it, you know, I'm excited because it plays to Android's strengths that, you know, apps have always been designed to kind of like size up and down. But I think it makes it, you know, much, much more important to make sure you're testing these out. Definitely, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty stoked for like the future of what is Android. It's really developing with the material design. And we know that you're a listener. And so you know, so you know what we have here, listeners. I don't know if you can hear this, but these are nutties. Nutties, uh, this might be the new name of Android, so we want you to have them. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're box of the nutties. Thank you so much. Thank you, Nick. Cheers, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome, so we're here at Google I.O. Uh, 2016 and we are in this uh, big idea wall and it is a way to connect with Spaces which just launched this week. So we're standing next to two representatives. Uh, would you like to say your names or whatever name anonymous? I'm Miles from Spaces. And Ariana from Spaces. So t tell us about the big idea wall. I'm looking at a wall that's covered in these phone looking things with little stickers on them. Yeah, so one of the things that we've heard from I.O. attendees is that while it's a great way to meet Googlers and to learn about what Google's up to, it's sometimes been hard to meet other people here and find out what projects they're working on and what they're interested in. So we wanted to create a way um, that made it really easy for people to see what others at I.O. were up to. So we've created the Big Idea Wall, which um, is a wall kind of covered with these magnetic NFC-enabled tiles. Each tile is mapped to a small group conversation on Google Spaces um, where people are talking about different topics. They're all color categorized and uh, labeled with a, the kind of topic title so that you can see what people are up to. And they're NFC enabled so you can just tap your phone to them and see who's in the space, see what they're talking about it and join if you want to. Cool. Now, Ariane, I couldn't help but notice you've got one stuck to you. What, what, what does that do? So we have um, little NFC tattoos, so we can actually program, or I don't know the right term, <laughs> but basically um, we can hook up your space to actually be um, enabled to this wearable tattoo. Okay. So if you're standing in line with someone waiting for a session, uh, you've got a space about VR, you find that out that person is interested in VR, then they can actually tap their um, phone directly to the little tattoo and bam, they're in your space. <laughs> so it's your own personal space, it's not like an account, so they'll, they'll join whatever space that is? That's yeah, the, the VR space okay. in particular, or whatever which or whatever one is set up yeah. <laughs> So I'm guessing you like VR, because you keep on saying the VR space. <laughs> <laughs> no. There's a couple here about it. <laughs> No, that's, uh, that's really cool. I'm going to into the material design for developers. Okay. <laughs> that is a good one. Right. A good thank one. you, Mark. Well, yeah, thank, thank you, you so much. Well, Anyways, yeah. have a good one. I'm standing here in front of Project Loon. Project Loon, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? It's very quiet for a while. Yeah, it's very quiet. So it's, it's huge. It's... I don't know American units, yes. I mean, how big is this in a freedom units? Uh, pretty big. <laughs> one freedom, it's one freedom, one freedom big, unit. And it looks like it could fly very high. Yeah, it's actually pretty cool. You know, I've seen uh, the Project Loon 
from uh, Nat and Lowe. They did a, a thing on it. So, like, seeing it actually in person, it's, uh, it's a pretty, pretty cool-looking device. Yeah. So, and Project Loon is the balloon that... Brings internet to people, I think. Is that right? Yes. And so <laughs> <laughs> We're professionals and professionals all around the world. So it's pretty cool to uh, see, finally see it in person. Yeah. So here we go. All right, so we're here with Ethan in the Google Cast tent. The living, room, the looming, the living room sandbox. Ah, uh, the living room sandbox. So to describe it, I'm sitting inside a container. There's TVs on the wall. There's speakers. There's a. There's more TVs over there. Yeah. Tell, tell us a bit about Kevin. Yeah. So we've got uh, Cast TV. Vizio just released a new line of TVs that have Google Cast built in. So you take it out of the box, you set it up, and then you can just start playing content on it from your favorite Cast-enabled apps. I wish everybody could see the wall of speakers over here. I'm pointing at it, which is not useful for. <laughs> podcast, but we have speakers from all kinds of different manufacturers. We've got Sony and Vizio and uh, Bang & Olufsen, and again, out of the box, set it up, and you've got all your cast-stable content from whatever your favorite podcasting cap is. Do you have a favorite podcast? I, as a matter of fact, I do. It's Podcast. This is actually not even a paid promotion. It, re it really is. I was so happy to meet you guys the other day, because it really is an app I use every day. It's great. Uh, and then over here we have Android TV, and there's been a ton of activity here in the sandbox today. Uh, Xiaomi has just released a new Android TV uh, unit, and they've been demoing it for hours on end. So a lot of excitement. Yeah, uh, just whatever your favorite cast-enabled apps are. What, what are you most excited for uh, Google Cast and kind of the future for it? You know, so we started talking about the new Cast SDK, which by the time people are listening to this podcast should be pretty close to being publicly available. And that makes building cast-enabled apps a lot easier. It's a lot less code. Uh, we do a lot more of the nuts and bolts stuff for you. So if you have an audio or video app, you know, it's great. Add cast support in. Awesome. All right. Thank you. Thanks so much. No one wants to talk to us. <laughs> so every time we, we go up to people, they're like, hey, can we speak to you about something? They're just oh, like, uh, I'll get that person. yeah, let me I tell you the other person. person. <laughs> Kevin, okay. Awesome. Awesome. Kevin, nice to meet you. We are standing in front of the robot, the painting robotic arm. I'm trying to describe this for our listeners. There's a, like a really fancy hydraulic robotic arm. And there's yeah. a giant cube that rotates in all sorts of different directions, and people are painting with by flicking paint on it. Can you tell us a bit about it, Kevin? Yeah. So the way it works is all powered through the Android phone. And the phone is basically the decision maker. So the user chooses where to position the cube, chooses the color, and they ultimately choose when the robot throws by flicking the phone. Um, and the, that, and it's all just like web-based communication based on a server, a local server we have inside the back of house tent. But the Android device is kind of like the captain of the whole ship. Yeah. And I noticed it was bopping along to the music and stuff. Like, is that... Like yeah, yeah. So we have a lot of... We have some dances here and there and some moves, interstitial moves that are like... Uh, synced with the music, so it's like a whole big experience. Um, with the, you, you make sounds when you choose the paint color, when you move the cube. It's, so it's kind of always like a, a live, yeah, one, kind of like human. Yeah, it definitely was a fun experience. I got to uh, try it out, uh, and it was pretty fun to like flick the paint on there. You're like in controlling the robotic. Um, can you share like just uh, how this project kind of came about? Sure. Okay. 
Okay, you can talk into that. Yeah. Yeah. So the project is uh, the project is a collaboration between Google, Droga5, Deep Local, okay. uh, and Plan8, uh, who worked on the music. Um, and the whole idea came about in just exploring different ways in which we can use our devices, while also uh, exemplifying the power of the Android platform. Uh, the entire installation is powered by an Android app, um, so it just shows, shows how flexible and how how easy it is to to work in the platform. And uh, to be honest, the idea came came about in, in just exploring those kind of themes. Uh, we were sitting around and thinking, would it be fun to have a robot throw paint yeah. <laughs> paint at a cube and uh, you know just power it and control it through the app, through an app? And uh, yeah, we worked closely with our partners, with Deep Local um, and Plan 8, and us as an agency from Droga5, uh, along with our client, to bring this to life at Google I.O. 2016. Yeah, and it's definitely really fun. So thank you all for talking to us and sharing about the project. So thank you guys yes, for coming to the paint party. Yeah. If we do, yeah, go. You listen to the podcast. All right, well, cool. Look at that. I like, I used to listen to he's like I thought what the other app was but then I, then I just bought Pocket Cast yes it was a good purchase good purchase <laughs> the, the entire isolation is called Paint Party okay Paint yeah, Party so we remember else? We got it. Uh, yeah we'll get it hope you enjoyed those interviews and that you got some goodies out of it we'll see you in a couple of days with our we won't see you but there'll be a new episode in a couple of days so thank you for listening to this special episode of Material IO 2016 until next time Stay material.